Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. All right, here we go. It's a Wednesday, January 5th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Flyers go down last night in Game 4 of that four-game West Coast trip by a final score of 4-1 to one against the Anaheim Ducks. They get outshot in the game 30-29, to 29, but John Gibson was the difference. The goaltender for Anaheim making 29 saves on 30 shots. He made some spectacular saves. Troy Terry picks up the hat trick with the empty net goal. And it's the Anaheim Ducks who get the two points in the standings. Only flyer goal came off the stick of Cam Atkinson on a redirect. Scott Lawton and Joel Farabee picked up the assist. That made it 2-1 to one, uh, late in the first period. But the Flyers unable to get anything else by John Gibson the rest of the game. And a lot of times when you watch the game, you see the result. Yeah, it's a 4-1 loss, 3-1 to get the empty net goal. But the Flyers, if they play like that, more often and get the quality scoring chances that they got in the game against Anaheim, you'll win a lot of games. I've talked on here before about the Flyers taking too many shots on the outside, not enough high quality chances, and you got to get pucks to the net and bodies there and work the puck into high danger areas. They did those things in this game. I mean, they significantly had more high-danger chances than Anaheim did in the game. The expected goals model for all situations in this game had the Flyers with an expected goal of 5.86 goals per game to 2.5 goals per game for the Anaheim Ducks. You continue to play like that and get those kind of chances, a goaltender won't steal games night in and night out against you. You'll have a good result. So from a process standpoint, this game was not a bad process game for the Flyers. But the problem is, is that when you've lost, you went had a 10-game winless skid, and you're chasing the standings, and you'll hear Mike Yo talk about this, trying to stay with the pack, you can't have moral victories and go, well, if we play like that, we'll, we'll win some games, and that's good enough for now. They need to collect points. And all said and done on this four-game road trip, a possibility of eight points was up for grabs, and they come home with three, and only one of them threw a win. So it's a record of 1-2-1 one, and one in the four games on the road. You know, you, you win the first game on the road in Seattle in come-from-behind fashion in, in overtime. Then you lose the game in overtime to San Jose. And then you lose against the Kings. You get doubled up there. And then you lose this game against Anaheim. And, they're, and we're after Christmas now. We're in the final 50 games of the season. The Flyers need points. Even though they played well from a process standpoint and we're missing, obviously, some very key players. Sean Couturier is out with injury. Broussard's still out. Giroux and Provorov are both out for this game. And Carter Hart was very critical of the NHL and players missing games. Matter of fact, after the game, I'll read you the quote that he said. He said, guys are testing positive with no symptoms or mild symptoms. I mean, the league's got to find a way to change that. I mean, we're either going to keep playing shorthanded all season long or games are going to get canceled or postponed. I think it's a joke. It's got to change. And I will tell you, there's a lot of frustration with players right now that they're missing time when they are completely asymptomatic. I I believe that Carter was asymptomatic. I know Scott Lawton was. He spoke to it. He was incredibly surprised when he tested positive because he had no symptoms. Same thing for Kevin Hayes. So I don't know that the league's going to change that because... They're dealing with two governments, the United States and Canada, and Canada's been very conservative in how they've handled this. So I don't know that that's going to change, and we're probably going to see teams with shorthanded lineups. 
it, it does affect the game. Now, the Flyers were shorthanded. Yeah, they were without Giroux and Provorov and the other players I mentioned. But so were the Ducks. I mean, the Ducks didn't have Trevor Zegers. They didn't have Ryan Getzlaff. They were missing key players as well. Every team's going to deal with this, and maybe it all evens out in the end, or maybe it doesn't. I don't know. But it's something that they have to find a way to plow through and find a way to get points in the standings if they're going to, as Mike Yo called it, stay with the pack. Problem is right now is they're behind in the standings. Boston has now grabbed wild card number two with 36 points, and they're four points up on the Flyers, and they have four games in hand. So it's making the math very difficult. Top three teams in the Atlantic, Tampa Bay, Florida, and Toronto. Top three in the Metro, the Rangers, Capitals, and Canes. And then the Pittsburgh Penguins have wild card number one. They've won eight straight games, and they've got 41 points, nine more than the Flyers, and two games in hand on the Flyers. And then Boston with wild card number two through 29 games. They've got 36 points. Flyers four back and have played 33 games. So this six games in eight days, or six games... Six home games in their next eight for the Flyers is of paramount importance, and it's not an easy schedule. When you look at who they're going to face, Pittsburgh, who won H, has won eight straight on Thursday at Wells Fargo. San Jose, they get some revenge against San Jose. That's a team they've lost to since they beat the Flyers. And then Carolina, who's won four straight games. And then after Carolina, you get Boston, who now has won three straight games. And then the Rangers, who are leading the division, have won three straight games. This schedule is tough, but it is what it is. And this is the pivot point. There are no more pivot points beyond this. If you don't come out of this six home games in the next eight well, then you're chasing it to the deadline and you're probably in a sell position. So this is it right here for the Flyers. They needed to get those two points against Anaheim. I deemed it a critically important game. They were unable to do that. And Despite the fact that they played well, they had high-danger chances, John Gibson was just sensational in the game, in, in the net for Anaheim, and he's the reason why they got the win. But the Flyers can't look at any silver lining in a game where they don't get standings points. Let's hear from the head coach after the game. Mike Yo had a chance to address the media. Hey, Mike. I know there's no excuses, but just how deflating is it when you have guys like Provorov and Drew pulled from a meeting the day of a game like this? Yeah, you know, it's pretty, uh, it's it's obviously difficult. Those are those are uh, quality players. Even yesterday, you know, it, it happened right at the start of practice. So you have to adjust right away. And that's just sort of, you know, that's the world we're living in right now. So, um, you know what, like you said, we can't make excuses. And uh, and even very much tonight, that game was still there for us. We could have uh, obviously put one past their goalie there, different points of the game when we had some of those opportunities. I think that game would have taken a turn for a different direction. But uh like you said, can't make any can't make any excuses. It's it's difficult, but that's what we have to deal with. Hey, Mike, um, you mentioned you know a couple times over the last few days about how this game was kind of a a make or break for how you'd view the trip. You know, obviously, it's only a few minutes after this game's done, but how would you assess this trip as a whole? Yeah, well, obviously, uh, when you you know when you're looking at the results, that's not good. Uh, we had one win on the trip, and. Uh, and we're unfortunately we're in a position where we're chasing everybody and it's it's really difficult to um you know to sit here and say oh we did this well or we did that well the bottom line is we need to we need to grind some points so we got to stay with the pack here um you know that said I, I i i will say that our guys did battle extremely hard tonight there was a number of opportunities that we had great a opportunities uh, we, we couldn't find a way to put the puck in the net. And, uh, and so you score one goal, puts you in a pretty tough position. 
but uh, certainly can't fault the uh, um, the effort of the players. I thought that uh, the last two games, even though we didn't get wins, were quite potentially our best games uh, on this trip. So we got to keep building. We got to keep finding a way to get better, and uh, and obviously we got to get back home and and we got to make sure that we we have ready for a great effort against a tough Pittsburgh team. Yeah, uh, changing gears real quick. What were your thoughts on Cam York's play tonight? I thought. You know what, if there's if there's one thing for, you know, uh, me as a coach or uh, our fans to feel really good about it, it was it was the play of Cam York. Uh, I thought he was outstanding tonight, um, you know, right from the drop of the puck. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, he, he, we didn't try to shelter him. Let's put it that way. Uh, him and Bronner had tough matchups. I thought defensively he was uh, assertive, aggressive, confident. And uh, and we saw his puck moving ability and what he's capable of and how that adds to our our group. So I thought it was a real strong showing for Cam. Hi, Mike. What went into your decision to pull Carter when you did, and how would you assess how you guys did once you pulled him? Well, I mean, ultimately, you know, you haven't done very well if you don't score. But uh, what the decision plays into it, obviously, down a couple goals. I think it'd be a different situation maybe if you're down one goal, but. Uh, at that opportunity, you've got a chance to pull the goal. You essentially be on a power play um, when the other team doesn't have the ability to ice the puck. Uh, so it should be very difficult for them to hit the empty net. Um, I thought that uh, that our guys did a great job, you know, except for, like I said, scoring a goal. We had a number of opportunities, uh, just missed the side of the net. Goalie made a couple saves. Um, so, uh, you know, in, in hindsight, uh, I, would, I would probably continue to do the same thing in a situation like that. We're down two. Um, you know what you can you can ride it out and not pull the goalie and and uh, and hope that you get down the last two minutes it's pretty tough so uh, we just tried to be aggressive in that situation unfortunately we didn't get the goal hey Mike um, you mentioned a little bit earlier about the frustration Um, how much more frustration does it add when you guys are getting those quality chances especially you know in that third period there Um, but you're just unable to get anything by Gibson there yeah I mean again there were some great opportunities uh, but uh it is frustrating and it's difficult, but, but again, that's, that's part of our game. That's, that's the, that's, you know, one of the things that you have to combat in the game is, is not only the opponent, their skill and, and the things that they can do, but, but, you know, your own frustration or emotions or, or, you know, difficulties that you face. And, um, you know, I think that's what we have to just kind of keep pressing with our guys is obviously we're in a position where we're not afforded the luxury of, of, you know, being frustrated and getting down, uh, you know, we have to just keep fighting and keep keep pushing and keep getting better and uh, and trust that, uh, that you know, you'll get rewarded, whether it's the results in that particular game or whether it's uh, the results for our group over a longer period of time. There's Flyers interim head coach Mike Yo addressing the media. And, you know, he said it as well. Just because you got guys out of the lineup, you cannot use it as an excuse. And yet it's a big loss to lose your top defenseman in Ivan Provorov and your top forward in Claude Giroux. Post haste, right before you know the day of the game, basically you find out neither of those two players can go, and that's a difficult situation. But like I said, Anaheim was missing Getzlaff, Anaheim's missing Trevor Zegers, Anaheim's missing players as well. All teams are, so the Flyers have to find a way to fight through it. They're gonna have to do that coming up on Thursday against a smoking hot Penguins team. Like I said, they've won eight straight. The Penguins could be nine straight when they come in. They have one game. Uh, they'll be on the second game of a back-to-back when they face the Flyers. They have St. Louis coming up tonight. 
So Flyers got to take advantage of that schedule with them on the back-to-back and the Flyers not, and them traveling into Philadelphia as well. They play St. Louis coming up tonight at home, and then they'll come to Philadelphia to face the Flyers on Thursday night. We'll preview that Flyers-Penguins game in tomorrow's episode of Flyers Daily. But everybody, have a great Wednesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow on a brand new Flyers Daily.